Welcome to Nairobi Chapel Embakasi. We grow deep to reach wide. Acts 2, 42-47. I'm reading from the NIV. If you're there, say Amen. They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship, to the breaking of bread, and to prayer. Everyone, not a few, everyone was filled with awe at the many wonders and signs performed by the apostles. All the believers were together and had everything in common. They sold property and possessions to give to anyone who had need. Every day they continued to meet together in the temple courts. They broke bread in their homes and ate together with glad and sincere hearts. Praising God and enjoying the favor of all the people. And the Lord added to their number daily those who are being saved. Let's pray. Father, as we finish this series today, we want to thank you for your faithfulness. You've been faithful in seeing us through the month. You've been faithful in seeing us through the teaching of this portion of scripture. Jehovah, our prayer is that you have been found faithful in teaching what you've bestowed upon us to teach. My prayer is that your people will understand what the church is all about. That you created them to thrive in the church, each with a unique, specific gift to help the body to thrive. Next month, as we talk about the gifts of the Spirit of God, your gifts to the body, Jehovah, may you empower each one to understand what they are to do in the body of believers. Jehovah, we thank you this last Sunday. Help us by the power of the Holy Spirit to understand, to thrive, to shine your light. And remember that we cannot fight the enemy on our own. So don't leave us nor forsake us, even in this service. We bless you for those that are going to be baptized at the end of the service. May those that have never been baptized remember to know that God commanded us to be baptized. That the world might see and glorify you. We thank you for this time. In Jesus' name we all shout, Amen. Aya, a mother was angrily shouting at his son for not washing the dishes. At some point, I'll call the mothers here, mothers, amen. At some point, she asked why he never had good manners, and the boy muttered something under his breath. The mother then went on to ask the boy, Are you talking back to me? You have to show these mothers, ladies. Are you, did I just hear you saying something? The son had the confidence to reply. Alisemba, well, yeah, that's kind of how communication works, mother. The end. <laughs> communication. Today we are talking about prayer. 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 And if you understand the church in the Gospels, prayer was a key function of it. One of the things that you must note is that even before Jesus, the Jews prayed. They still do. And they are very intense in the way they pray. Very intense. All through scripture you can see prayer said all over and prayer happened. When Jesus comes on the scene in the Gospels, his prayer is different. But it's not only different. Ujamana pray too much. You know those guys. Eh? Just praying over anything and everything. I have a mother-in-law who just prays and prays and prays. And the first few days they used to be like, eh, are they not? 
Now I understand. As a believer, as a minister of the word of God, I understand. I remember she said something that I can never forget. Alisema, at you know, I used to pray that my daughter marries a pastor. This is Kitambo. And if you know my history, which I hope you don't, hallelujah, you understand that when I was getting married, I was crazy. So you understand. I understand. So when she said that, I was like, So she prays over everything. Just like the disciples of Jesus was. Jesus is seen by his disciples praying a lot. He's praying all the time over everything. To the point that when the disciples asked him in Luke 11 to teach them to pray, I don't think they're necessarily asking him to show them the how. He's simply, they're simply asking him to teach them the discipline of prayer. And I've always preached this thing very long. They have preached on it for so long. But what these guys are actually asking Jesus, dude, hey, man, you're praying too much. And your prayer seems to be powerful. We've seen you walking on water, so we understand then you must have substance behind what you're praying about. Luke 11, 1 says the following, let me read for us. One day Jesus was praying in a certain place. When he finished, one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray. Lord, teach us to pray. And just like John and Kumbusha, I beg you, if you're struggling with prayer, that's where you begin. Lord, teach me to pray. Not just help me to, teach me to pray. The Jews were used to a certain system of praying. Set, it is in order, it's loud, it's eloquent, repetitive, and at specific times of the day. There's nothing wrong with that. So Jesus teaches the disciples through the Lord's Prayer that it's simple, it's very simple, straight to the point. It is very powerful. And as a few words, if you look at the Lord's Prayer, straight to the point, Ayanzina, O King of Kings, Lord of Lords, Creator of heaven and earth, Lion of the tribe of Judah, we come to you this day. Now that our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come. It is simple. He is saying, he's not saying necessarily that there's a problem with long prayers. Ah, ah, ah. God is asking that our prayers be simple and with great power. The question today is, how do your prayers look like? Ama, <laughs> should we ask the question, oh, do you even pray? How is your prayer life? If you are to give it a score, how does it look like out of ten? Do you pray, kidogo ama, a lot? Are your prayers simple? Are they powerful? Or are they just complicated? Are they weak prayers? Because we know. Lord bless you, perfect in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's tick the box. How's your prayer life? Prayer does the following. In case you're wondering, okay, Pastor, me, no, no, because how? Like, I pray, I don't. Sometimes I'll forget. So let me just remind us, these are not things we don't know to Nazijua, but somehow, sometimes we tend to forget. Prayer builds our relationship with Jesus. 
Prayer builds a relationship with Jesus. Ephesians 3, 16-19 I pray that out of his glorious riches he may strengthen you with power through his spirit in your inner being so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. And I pray, Paul is telling the Ephesian church, being rooted and established in love, you being rooted and established in love may have power together with all the Lord's holy people to grasp how wide, long, high and deep is the love of Christ. And to know his love that surpasses knowledge that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. What Paul is telling the Ephesian church is through prayer, he's going to pray that they know this Jesus. They be empowered, they have power through him. He's telling them that they are to have, to grasp how wide, how long, how high, how deep this love of Jesus is. That happens in the place of prayer. Prayer, as you know, is simply communicating with God. It is not giving of your needs. It is not just adoring Him. It is not just thanksgiving. It is your time with Jehovah. Time that you get to commune with Him. You know that person that you like talking to all the time? That in the Lord. That's prayer. So if you want to know Jesus, pray. And don't just take needs. Sometimes just go before the Lord and say, Jehovah, forgive me for not having talked to you in a while. This is where my heart is. This is what I feel. Even about you, Jehovah. Put your needs aside, you know. King of kings, hear my heart. I am worried. I am in this situation. Help me, O Jehovah. That's the space of knowing God. It builds your relationship. If you're not spending time in prayer, chances are you're not growing in the Lord. However much you read the scriptures, if it is not accompanied by prayer, you're wasting time. Number two, prayer acknowledges our dependence on God. Our need of God. Acts 17, 28a. The first bit says, In God we live, we move, and have our being. Let me say that again. In God, not in ourselves. In God, not in your job. Not in your business. Not in your friendships. In God, we live. We move. And we have our being. So why are you not spending time talking to him? The more we pray, the more in a manisha we are acknowledging, hey, I can't do this on my own. I know where I come from. I know who created me. I know where these characters come from. I understand that I cannot survive on my own. I understand that Jehovah knew me before time, so I have to talk to him. So do you depend on you? Or do you depend on God? Your prayer life shows us. If it is less, then you depend on yourself. Number three, prayer helps us overcome temptation. Luke 22, 39 to 40, Jesus is almost dying on the cross. He goes to the Mount of Olives, verse 39 says, and the disciples followed him. On reaching the place, he says to them, 
Pray that you will not fall into temptation. Have you overcome temptation lately? Jesus is saying the power to overcome temptation begins at the place of prayer. The Bible says that the Spirit of God led Jesus to the wilderness. Led him there. Allowed him to be there for almost 40 days. Not almost, close 40 days. And then, at the very end, the devil comes to tempt him. One of the reasons he wins the temptation is because he was praying. Prayer will help you overcome temptation. Because here's the thing. After the age of 12 or 13, Utailewa temptation is real. For you to win, first of all, receive Jesus. Secondly, pray. Omba. Cry out to the God of heaven. When Jesus taught us, lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. That is prayer. You're asking Jehovah, imagine, help me through this space of prayer. I beg you by the masses of God. Pray. Omba. And here's the thing. We know the temptations. We know. My goodness. Jehovah. We know. I'm just using a silly example, but we know. Some of us is Idris Elba. Oh, King of Kings and Lord of Lords. So I used to tell, I tell tables in PMCC, you need to know your Idrises and your Haliberis. When I'm on the right, I'm You pray before the temptation comes, not when it overwhelms you. Oh, Father, I'm so sorry. No, you go before the Lord before. The reason God tells us to pray all the time is you pray even before the temptation. I personally believe one of the reasons Joseph conquered Potiphar's wife and she wasn't ugly, hallelujah, is prayer. How do I know? When Joseph is asked by Pharaoh to reveal the dream, what, what does he say? God is the revealer of dreams. So he knows. Anajua, that's a man of prayer. I beg you, we know the areas of temptation. Pray. Amen. Number four. Prayer helps us determine God's will. Luke 6, 12 and 13. Let me read them. One of those days, Jesus went out to a mountainside to pray and spend the night praying to God. Pause up a bit. We spent the night. How many of us have ever spent the night praying to God? Yes, I would tell you going to say, Father, you should. Anyone? Anyone? Yes. Only Jesus. Spend the night praying to God. When morning came, he called his disciples to him and chose twelve. How did he choose the twelve? It was from the place of prayer. What happens to you when you want a new job? Do you go make the application first, then pray, or do you pray, then make the application? What happens to you? Keep at the end. Hallelujah. Single people in the house. Ah, I'm not single. Miss Awa. 
respond. Then pray. Or do you pray, then respond? That might actually be Mr. Wright or Mrs. Wright. How? <laughs> How do you pray to determine God's way? How? Are you the ones who pray after or before? I really appreciated when some of the members in the house of God came over in the past. Before I go for the interview, I say, I want to pray. Before I say yes or no, let's pray together. How do you pray? The chief purpose of prayer is to get our wills unbiased. The purpose is not to give us a fake sense of comfort or peace. That's not. Don't judge things by the peace in your heart. I feel a peace in my heart, so I will go ahead. And as a guy drinks day one, by day five, may the killer of killers. It is not about peace, it is about prayer and finding God's will. We pray to God about His will in some area, knowing usually that we are already leaning in a certain direction. We employ Him first to help our wills to move back to the center. That is, willing to do whatever is his will. Once we arrive there, it may take some time. He shows us through our minds why one alternative is better than the other. His will for our lives. Jehovah, I need to buy this possible. Before you go doing the deals, he said, bring your heart's desires to me. Lay them at his feet and you'll establish your plans. Establishment of your plans does not mean he will give you what you want. Ah, it means that in the place of prayer, God will give you wisdom. And so you end up not necessarily establishing your plans, but his. Please, I beg you by the mercy of God, find God's will for your life. And it is found in the place of prayer. Everything, even the meeting that you have on Monday, pray about it. You need new spoons in your house, pray. It sounds silly. Omba. Utagongo na vijiko. Aya, number five. Prayer accomplishes God's word. John 14, 12 to 14 says, eh? Very truly I tell you, whoever believes in me will do the works I have been doing. Whoever believes in me will do the works I have been doing. They will do even greater things than this. This is Jesus talking. Because I'm going to the Father. And verse 13, I will do whatever you ask in my name. So that the Father may be glorified in the Son. You may ask me for anything in my name and I will do it. Jesus is telling us, in order to do greater things. Can you imagine? Just for a second, just pause your mind to go. You know the man who walked on water, who prayed the whole night, amen? The man who did all those many miracles is saying that you can do greater things than he did only if you pray. God has given each one of you something so great to do, great. Usiwe ndara au kuna mpepo 
The gift is placed inside of you. is supposed to do something great. That's it. Whether you believe it or not, that's the truth. But to accomplish that, it must happen in the place of prayer. Do you believe in the Lord? Check. Do you understand what he, he has done? Check. Now for you to do greater, you must commune with him. Pray. Talk to the Lord. Say, my Jehovah, I sense in my life, this is what you desire for me to do. Help me do it. Help me do it. Prayer accomplishes God's work. Finally, prayer is a prerequisite to spiritual awakening, to alertness, and warfare. 2 Chronicles 7, 13 and 14, when I shut up the heavens, it may jewel. There is no rain. Command locusts to devour the land. <coughs> Send a plague among my people. If my people are called by my name, will humble themselves. Pray. You may say, I'm a pray. Seek my face and turn from the wicked ways. Then I will hear from heaven and I will forgive their sin and I will heal their land. Prayer is what comes before spiritual awakening. Do you come from a family that no one knows the Lord? You struggle. You guys struggle even to pray. Even to believe in the things of God. What we are being told here, if you will humble yourself and pray, seek God's face, turn from the wickedness of assuming that God cannot change that situation, then God will act. Do you have children who don't know the Lord? Do you have brothers, sisters? Do you belong to a company that is just crazy? Have you prayed for your company? Your boss, your wife, your, your friend, sister, brother. The Lord is calling us, reminding us that if we want spiritual awakening, if we want those close to us, friends, those near us, to be awakened in their hearts, in their spirits, to know God. Then pray. Omba. There's many stories. Prayer will help in spiritual awakening. Your children. Do you pray over your children? Do you mention them by name? Do you lay your hands on them? Am I the people that lay their hands on, them, on your kids? You are going to the teachers and the rest. You are the one God expects to lay your hands on your children first. For crying out loud, he gave them to you. He didn't give them to the schools or the church. Do you spend time to just say Jehovah? Father God. You know? Remember, my children. <laughs> Lay your hands on your kids. Pray for your kids. Single people, eh? Single people, eh? Do you pray for your spouse? 
We had the, a, a friend, friend. You get a friend, my coffee, guys. He did an amazing job this morning in leading us in prayer. He said, I pray for my spouse today. Do you pray for your spouse, even before? I say that all the time in PMCC. Please, I beg you, pray. Marriage is not easy. Okay, there is the beauty of marriage. Staycation manenos. But, <laughs> pray for your spouse. Marriage is God's agenda. So the enemy will forever attack it. One of the places of one of the places of war, like of fighting, of making sure that you're winning, is in the place of prayer. I had a man go to a pastor one day. He said, "Ah, I'm I am tired. She doesn't respect me. We are not talking. there was beef that happened. one question. I'm so sorry. marriage is let me ask you a question. When was the last time you prayed for your spouse? When was the last time? When was the last time you prayed? I can't. She hurt me one. pray. Right now that marriage is thriving simply because the dude prayed. Pray. Pray for your spouse. Whether you have them already or not, pray for them. They will be spiritually awakened. Ephesians 6.18 And pray the Spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, be alert. Alertness comes from that. And always keep on praying for the Lord's people. For us to be alert in the Spirit, we need to pray. Have you ever just needed alertness? You're going to do a major deal. When I interview Mungu, just direct me. I need, I, need, I need to just know. Single people, I need to know that alertness comes from the Spirit of God. The Spirit of God will direct you. Whether it's a business, whether it's somebody, alertness comes from God. And you know, each one of you has this testimony. I prayed that morning and I just said, imagine, no, I'm not going to go through. A congregant called me and said, let's pray. Hey, there's this job. Hallelujah. A week later, the guy calls me and I'm like, hey, pastor, the job. Why? I just sensed there was something off. Three months later, that company shut down. The CEO, you might know, Akona issues even today. Almost in court. Why they were looking for guys to throw off the issues? newbies guys God wants to bless you amen guys God wants to bless you but the blessing you're assuming is not the one that God is going to give 
it may just look like getting you off that bad job. It may look like protection from that relationship that you don't really need in your life. It may look like just knowing, ah, uh-huh, this is not for the kid. No. That is the blessing of God. Do you want the blessing of God? Yes. Do you want the blessing of God? It's in the place of prayer. Pray. I beg you, begin to pray today. Finally, 2 Corinthians 10, 3 and 4. For though we live in the world, we do not wage war as the world does. The weapons we fight with are not the weapons of the world. On the contrary, they have divine power to demolish strongholds. What prayer does is give you ammunition for the enemy. You cannot fight the devil on your own. You can't. You can't win. That guy is not a joke. Even Jesus had to use the word of God to fight him off. If you think you can win the battle with this world, you are lying to yourself. When you believe in God's sour, do you pray? Pray for the ammunition against the enemy. The warfare we have is not against physical. It's not on the physical. It's not against people. Your boss is not the issue. Amen? Amen. The enemy is the issue. He knows you are born again. He knows you are a child of God. So he must frustrate to the limit. God wants you to be productive. Your child is not the problem. Your family is not the issue. The enemy is the issue. So, why don't you pray? Those are the questions. How did Abraham, the father of our faith, become so righteous? Prayer. That guy prayed. Aliomba. Like I've said, how did Joseph fight the temptation? It's prayer. Jesus is another example. He fought the devil from the place of prayer. How was Moses so close to God? Prayer. We talk about these people so much, but we forget. He saw the face of God, not because he was favored. Uh -uh. This guy decided he's going to be close to Jehovah. How? Pray. How did Joshua conquer the promised land? Prayer. Remember the scripture tells us, tells us every time the guy lifted his voice and said, you told us in the time of Moses. One, two, three. He's talking to the Lord. That's how he conquered Jericho and entered the promised land. It's not because How is David the man after God's hand? Prayer. Psalms is 55. David prayed more than three times a day. Talk to God consistently. Prayer. If you want your heart to align with God, pray more than you think. I was asking my every other day, mother-in-law is traveling, and every opportunity she got, guys, can, can, can we just to the man to go to the Each travel, let's just make up walls. We prayed for three, four times now. Now, I'm going to pray. I'm going 
Guys, pray. If you want your heart to align with God, Omba, how did the prophet Daniel serve in five governments? Five. Gentile governments. Prayer. This guy prayed so much to the point. The Bible tells us, what were your ratino at Mwangushia? Ah, they had no idea. At the prayer, this guy's prayer is really facing the world. When he's given bad news, that now anyone who prays not according to how to Meipanga, we're going to kill him. What, what does he do? As usual, he went, strolled up to his nyumba, akapika magoti and prayed, like he always did. Not at he prayed because at COVID in your like he always did. How did Jesus at Jesus? Hey, Jesus conquer evil. <laughs> he prayed. The reason Jesus conquered the cross, guys, is not because that he had gone It's not because that he was just the Son of God. Jesus prayed. He prayed to the point that sweat came off his face like drops of blood. Why? He was saying, imagine, not my will, Jehovah, but yours. Pray. How did Paul manage to spread God's word to the Gentiles? Prayer. How are you going to make it in this life? Prayer. I kid you not. Yes, how are you receive the Lord? But pray. How are you going to grow in the Lord? Because when stuff happens, who do you talk to? If it's not the Lord, hey, there's a problem. Prayer will not only build a relationship with God, but it will show you God's will. Help you do his mighty work. Help you to fight not only temptations, but the enemy and all his devils. If all that isn't powerful, then what is? What do you define as powerful? Cushion the place, the place of prayer. James 5.16b simply says the prayer of a righteous man or woman is powerful, it's fervent and effectual. It is effective. The prayer of a righteous man or woman is powerful and effective. So how should we pray? If you want to live a powerful and effective life, Pray in the spirit. Praying in the spirit is not Praying in the spirit is praying in the knowledge of who you're praying to. It is not empty. See oh, Father God, we come before you for this meal in Jesus' name. Amen. No, 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 no. Praying in the spirit is praying knowing who you're praying to is Jehovah. And you probably, hopefully, have a relationship with him. That you know him. How? Through the scriptures. That's why we insist on reading the word of God. You probably memorized scripture. But by the time you're facing tribulation, you're like, Jehovah, I know this tribulation I'm facing. This workplace, any tribulation, any relation, any tribulation, who any tribulation now? But you promised me that I'm going to overcome because you've taught me that in your word. That is praying in the spirit, in knowledge. It is not just empty. So, I'm just going to close by reminding us, guys, let's pray. See, same yet you have conquered, amen? 
Hiyo man ni mzito sana. Sisemi 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 have conquered. Cuz I'm reminding myself as well. I'm just saying guys, for us to live powerful lives, we must begin to pray without ceasing. Thank your neighbor, hata kama ako na kausingizi. Mwambie pray without ceasing. Wacha tuongele kizungu yetu, mwambie eh never stop praying. Mwambie ule hapo nyuma pia, mwambie ule hapo nyuma. Never stop praying, never. Even now, and we are told Jesus prayed in all ways. Hakuwa na one way, he prayed. I didn't go into the house of prayer at your kneel down those due prostrate so it doesn't matter guys I can be standing here talking to you and deep down I'm like Jehovah I pray that these guys are getting what I'm talking about because you sent me You can be there when you are supposed to walk oh you are foolish you must be a word but I have to tell you some words lakini father ni saidia hapa I need your help ujama ujama ndakata kichwa huyu ni hiyo gari yake nitakwara tachukua takini fanye tu au mbwa hilele prayer is anyhow you can pray with your eyes open eyes closed mouth open mouth closed don't you remember Samuel's mom who was in such turmoil because co-wife was very fertile hallelujah Right, we talk about equality to scripture. Now she was going through issues. Issues. She went to the temple of God. And the priest and Amangalia said, "I can't see the mouth moving. Mama, me lewani." And she go he goes and asks her, "Madam, like what are you doing in the temple? And what's going on?" And then she pours out her heart. Mazee bi amie to cry out God. Nikubaya in my home mazee my wife ndio ana mpendwa yeye ndio sio amefanywa nini me have just come to cry out to god no manyamaza tu atie mungu ananisikia and the lord the bible says had the prayer of her was she shouting no she was in distress prayer can be even in traffic unakaa ukisema tu hii job ni hard but jehovah give me strength help me what is the cry of your heart Join us every Sunday from 11 a.m. at Trubani House off Airport North Road. Have a blessed week.